Welcome to Bevington Banter, the show where we can sound like we're arguing even when we all agree. I'm Cassidy, and together with my brother Cade and dad Randy, each week we discuss a selection of news stories, topics surrounding the culture, and matters of freedom and faith. Thanks for listening. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Share it, and if you like what you hear, rate it five stars on Apple and Spotify. Well, we obviously... How can we start with anything other than the FBI going to Mar-a-Lago, raiding, searching Trump, all his possessions, Melania's wardrobe, insanity? I mean, yes, it's the most important topic, but we're obviously also going to talk about the IRS because yeah, it, it definitely has fallen to the wayside with this whole FBI raid of Trump, but it is going to be something we talk about at some point because... I definitely don't want it to fall behind while we're all thinking about this Trump raid. Trump raid does seem to be first and foremost, so we'll talk about that. But there's a couple big, big topics. It's been quite a quite there's a lot of week. things. I don't know how we're gonna get all this in, but yeah. But you, but you're right. Trump raid first and foremost. I've been trying to think about how to, before we discuss specifics, how how to frame it and then discuss the specifics within the framework of the raid. And I, I haven't really come up with a good way to do that because I want a, somebody to come up with a good framing for people to understand how really outside of the bounds of norm of the norms of our justice system this is and what a threat this is and what it portends, what it's really telling us. That, to me, is um, a lot more important than just the specifics of what they did well i'd say one thing that kind of puts it into perspective is who's uh whose south american president was it that tweeted uh el salvador el salvador their president's like really you're can you imagine what the u.s government would say if we uh had our police agencies raid a political opponent and the answer is we would condemn it yeah. And even third world South American nations, literal banana republics, are th- saying that they've gone too far. I was stunned when I saw, and it, 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 I think, helped add some understanding for it, was when Andrew Cuomo came out criticizing it. The first, when it, the first day it happened, he was on Twitter criticizing this raid. Andrew Cuomo, think about that. It's because he knows what he's hiding. Yeah, he should they just showed he up. He should stay disappeared. Got a warrant without any justification. He, he should I, stay out of the public uh, the public view. He, he's Just by entering it and making that comment, you reminded people that you exist. It was better for that to not be the case. I took to Twitter immediately after this happened to see what people were saying, and it has not calmed down in three days. It's just been a nonstop deluge, deluge of uh, comments on this topic for the last three days ever since it happened. Just because more and more is coming out, more details, crazy details, like the judge that signed the warrant. Yeah. That's crazy. He's, uh, what's his name? Reinhardt? Yes. Judge Reinhardt. And he was, was a, a U.S. attorney for a long time, but then he quit his job to represent uh, Epstein um, and his associates. Yeah, so how many people does he have uh, information on that are part of you know the deep state bureaucratic nightmare that's pulling this, uh, this off against Trump? But then to learn that 
you know, Trump's lawyers saying that they at first were they refused to show the warrant when they. So, you know why they call it serving a warrant? Because they're supposed to have a copy of it and give it to you. That's why it's called serving a warrant. It's not just carrying out a warrant. You give them the co- a copy. Well, they didn't have a copy. In fact, they only let her look at part of it. Uh, Trump's. Yeah. Uh, Trump's representation before they in actually in the process of doing it anyway. Yeah, I wasn't um, obviously there, but I'm a little bit bothered by the fact that it doesn't seem that she did not put up enough of a fight on this because they basically did where went anywhere they wanted and did anything they wanted. And that's not the way it works. A warrant is very specific about where they can go and what they're looking for. Yeah, the do- the the um the warrant itself should have had a specific place in the house even listed. And and the biggest reason why is because there apparently was a uh, an informant that had right. told them the only reason they got it is because somebody signed an affidavit not only saying that there were confidential documents which we can get into that anyway later about how, you know, former presidents are allowed to pretty much they're allowed to have it anyway it's not even a crime um but besides that they only did it because they had an affidavit from somebody signed saying where the documents were and the whole point at what it sounds like is they were more concerned with the actual how safely stored these confidential documents were and it listed the locate it was supposed to list the location in the house that these documents were being stored and if that's the case there's no other reason to search anything else other than what was in the signed affidavit it's that's concerning he he could have whatever documents he wanted the issue supposedly was a potential mishandling of the documents so where they're being stored and they even went in june right and said and and told them hey you need to have these you need another lock like a stronger lock or whatever so they did uh, more secure where they're stored and they were super uh compliant and um cooperative and they did it and yeah so that wasn't the issue it's okay so if if we say that wasn't the issue then what is this they how is it only to try to make people assume like oh they had a warrant so therefore he must be doing something um but is it kind of backfiring them on them because there's there's seriously nothing and the guy has to be man he has been investigated by so many people if they cannot scrape anything up to stick to him he's got to be the cleanest guy ever since the day he came down the escalator (laughs) they have been investigating him yeah well Cassie, you had mentioned, so I went and I listened to Megan Kelly's uh, discussion with Glenn, Glenn Beck. Beck, and she went was it? She went through the list of all the. There's like um, I don't know four times more investigations in lawsuit into into him than what we know about. There's all oh, yeah. these little other. She just went through all these other list of people that are you know suing him and investigating. Yeah, him. isn't the New York Pe- State Attorney General investigating him just for some of his um, like? local real estate practices and stuff i mean just yeah but they, there's there's stuff even lower level than that people that are coming after him or being used to come after him that's like that's fairly far up the food chain compared to some of the people that are that are bringing suits and stu- investigations against him i mean it's how like full time how many uh, lawyers do you think he employs full-time? i don't know that's what i thought i thought this is outrageous i mean i know that these guys expect to spend spend a lot of time in litigation but this is this has just got to be you know off the charts and then how hard is it also to keep a lawyer 
when all of the lawyers that have been representing you over the past few years have been getting their own personal attacks and they've been getting their own credibility questioned. Um, it, in a way, I, I do feel bad for like, uh, I do think they handled it a little wrong, but, you know, Rudy Giuliani, he didn't do the best job. Um, no. But he was also n- under nonstop personal attacks in the process yeah. of defending Trump. Same with uh, same with what's her face. Um, the 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 Kraken. What was her name? Sydney <laughs> Powell. Yeah. Well, this is where we've passed that line where it doesn't matter. It's no longer about where whether or not you've done something illegal because they will just slap a label on you that's useful in the media that they feel gives them uh, a, a reason to go after you. So whether you've actually legally done anything wrong or not, they just say, oh, you are a domestic terrorist. Yeah, you're oh, an you MVE. A, you're a disinformation person. Yeah, you are you're an MVE. Yeah, and, and that gives us the right to go after you. So we've, we've, crossed, right. we've crossed a line that we've never even come close to really before. Um, not, it's not no longer it's no longer have some kind of information or evidence or something surface where there's a crime in which to investigate and you find a person. It's now here's a person. Let's just investigate them and try to find a yeah, crime. Bongino's been saying that for a long time. This American justice system does not work. We do not investigate people. We investigate crimes. But that's not yeah. that's not what we do now. Right now we're investigating and people. That video that he dropped right after as this raid was going on was pretty good pretty powerful this uh it's a campaign video really i mean he hasn't declared yet but oh man that whole thing is like all right i don't want him to be the president again i want him they don't want him to run i want ron DeSantis to run and for him to be the president however right now like it's really hard to not be like yeah stick it to him come on i yeah i agree i agree i'm on the same that was the most that. mellow way I could say yes. it. I want to stand. I want to um, back up just a tad, though, and and I, I completely agree, I agree with what you're saying. Um, they they don't. What I think this is about. They don't want him to run, and everything they do fails. Everything that they do, trying to separate people from him, drives more people to him, and they're getting crazier and crazier. They thought they had January 6th finally. I mean, look, they had Russiagate. Nobody bought it, and it got exposed. They had impeachment one, impeachment two. They were shown to be a bunch of nonsense. Then they thought, oh, we finally got our golden ticket, January 6th. Less people care about it now that they've had the hearings than cared about it before. It, they're, they're driving more people to them. So now they finally lost their minds and—, and um, you know, went and did this this raid. It was like a panic trying, move. Yeah, and oh, and, yeah. and maybe even I've heard some people speculate, and it's not a bad theory that they're trying to get another January sixth moment. They want people to go out and riot and be violent, so that they have a reason to say, "Look, these people are domestic terrorists. They're violent, and they can come in with a full weight of of um, you know whatever you want to call it, law enforcement, and and crack down on it." But all they end up doing, as long as you know people don't lose their heads, is driving more and more people to Donald Trump, and it just makes them crazier and crazier. And as a side yes, note, don't do anything violent. Violence no. for me right now, I've definitely made up my mind. Violence is reserved for defensive. 
or I mean, an absolute last resort. Self but this self-defense. Yes, but this is not that. Don't go crazy. Don't be the guy that tried to get into the Cincinnati FBI field office today with a gun, um, and and then he ran. Did you hear that? They blocked off a bunch of I seventy one, and he headed back towards Columbus. And last I heard, he was sh- shooting at the law enforcement chasing him from a cornfield. Um, so don't be that guy. I'm, a, I'm afraid to find out that he's some crazy Trump supporter that wanted to go, you know, do something crazy in an FBI office. Don't do that. Don't give them a reason. They, they no, would love a more sev- an actual right. serious January 6th because it gives them an excuse. And it gives them an excuse to go and carry out investigations and raids on people on these MVE lists. Don't give them a reason. I think you mean witch hunts. Witch hunts. Well, yeah, what we really, I, I was thinking about the, everything that we talk about. We've talked about a lot of different topics, you know, all of the silliness with all the woke things going on, transgenderism, CRT. I mean, just, you know, um, just on and on and on. The list of craziness going on in our society, things that need to be corrected. None of those, all those things are individual issues. We need to, the number one priority of conservatives, American, patriotic Americans, is to do what's necessary to take our country back. That's it. And then you can begin to deal with each of those individual topics. But the only, only, only thing that matters right now is that we do what's needed to take our country back from the extreme left tyrannical Marxist politicians and all of their cronies and all of the bureaucracies that are that are carrying all this out. That's what has to happen. And, and I would, al- and I would always say definitely do so in the most yes, I would do so political- in the most in the most measured way that is still actually accomplishing something. Right. I mean be as reserved as you can while still making progress. But elect people that are going to go to Congress and have the purse strings and say the, the department, you know, um, FBI is defunded. Uh, the IRS, you, you're not getting that $80 billion. Um, you know, um, Department of Education, we are transferring all of the funds to the states for them to disperse it. There's no longer a federal. Those, those are the way. That's how this stuff gets fixed. And everybody that's a GS-12 and above is fired. Who was talking today? Was it on Pat Gray where they were like that $80 billion? They're like, oh, don't you think we could maybe do? Oh, it was. No, it was on Lottery Carter. It was G. Morgan Jr. I, so like, I heard on maybe Pat Gray yesterday. we could take that money and use some of that money and, I don't know, like secure the border or make our schools secure or, you know, we wouldn't even need all of it. Just some of it. We're going to this is kind of a sw- switching topic here, but. Can I give you a way you could reduce the uh, one, not have the all this 80, 80 billion additional and the 87,000 agents, but you could reduce the existing IRS by 90 percent if you just simply went to like a consumption tax. I, w- I need to issue a clarification that 87,000 is employees. They won't all be. OK, whatever. Agents. The, yeah, because they, they only bought forty five hundred guns. <laughs> I don't when I say agents I mean people that work at the IRS because if yeah. they're doing some job then and empower somebody else to do another job so it's all it's all going to be again ne- they're all agents us. 
They but all what still I'm saying, are agents. They're just I not. I'm trying to be clear to not give anyone okay. reason to say that but, we but yeah. have the right to speak. But what I'm saying is, is that if you went to a consumption tax where it purely is based taxes collected, there's no there's no income tax. Taxes collected on things that we go out and we purchase. Then they, all of the um, merchants that we already do business with, they already are collecting taxes and sending them to the government, you literally could reduce, I believe, the IRS by 90% of its existing level. None, none of this is necessary. There's no audits, no worry about whether you did it right or wrong. You simply have moved to a consumption tax or something. I mean, there are other options, but that's just, just one you, that I'm You could accomplish about. the same thing by just going to a flat rate tax and where you – get rid of all the loopholes because that's what makes it all oh going through making sure they checked everything right like I, if you just had a I understand flat. that but it's still you are still going to have people who are going to have to verify all of your financial information and yeah. with a consumption tax you don't have any point. of that you just simply go in and buy a pack of gum and you pay the tax when you buy it and that's yeah. and it's done and that and, tax would be a lot higher than it is right now but you'd have no other it would be but you have but that. you would have yeah. an income tax That'd be it. So that's that's the thing is think about it. Think about all the people that live in stressful and they're paying lawyers and it's costing them livelihoods well, it and could, all kinds of nightmares and anxiety to deal with the IRS. All of that goes away. The tax rate would maybe be a little bit higher, but it could it could lead to the it could lead to the cost of the product itself being less. That's so actually, you, you could you could end up actually paying just about the same, even though the tax rate itself would be higher. I, yeah, I just like, I mean, I, that to me is a, it's a win, win, win as many not ways to mention, as you can frame it. Not to mention, that is a constitutional tax, whereas income tax technically is not. Yeah, it was added in what, 1913, 1914, something like that. There was no income tax, federal income tax prior to that. People don't realize that. They just assume this is something that's always existed, and it hasn't. No, it's been yeah, property tax is it? and and import stuff. It's been like import and property tax forever before that. How insane is it that we have a family member who wants to give us potentially some large sum of money, but if it's more than a certain amount, we will have to report it on taxes and get a bunch of it taken when it's like this person's money, they want to just give it to someone else and the government wants to come in and take a big chunk of it if it's above a certain amount. And not only that, they earned it. They work for and yeah, and they've, they've already, already been taxed on tax. it probably three four times, but they're just like oh but if they give it and then and the rate's even higher if they die, <laughs> it's still gonna get death taxed when then we if we have it and then we die and you know I just what stupid. if uh, what what uh, what did the person that won the one point three billion dollar lottery actually end up being like, able to get if they like four hundred million or like three hundred something yeah, it's less than half yeah, so it's, the it's the government yeah. so the government on that they won prize tax 800 prize million tax is more than 50 percent what yeah. was the somebody tweeted like congratulations to the to the federal government, government for winning the power or the what is it mega millions 800 billion or some 800 million 800 million yeah congratulations speaking, to the u.s government speaking of those big numbers like that so they just passed including with this hiring of these 87,000 irs workers whatever job they do, <laughs> along with buying them some guns and ammunition. Um, they just passed 800, uh, it was $870 billion, $870 billion dollar act for this so-called uh, Inflation Reduction Act. Do Wait, you remember? No, million, maybe, right? No, billion. $800 billion? 
Yes. And the IRS is getting eighty <laughs> billion count of that. that high. Is this no, that's why this is the point I want to make. Hang on. Back in two thousand eight when we had the big collapse after the housing market scandals and all that kind of stuff with where Congress caused it, they asked for this eighty eight hundred billion dollar what was the name of it? Um was it called rescue plan or something like that? Anyways, it was we had to have this. The world as we knew it was going to cease to exist. Was America it the bailout? Was going to absolutely collapse. Yes, okay. eight hundred billion, and they debated. I've seen seven hundred and forty. Yeah, it was seven forty. Whatever, You're right. it's exactly. It was seven forty. This one. This so one. It was, it, that's right. I mean, I, I was rounding up. Okay. Yeah. Because um, okay. I mean, it was, by the time the government got done with it, you know, it was more than seven. That's also true. So, anyways, so. This is what, the, and they debated and debated and debated, went round and round and round. This was a huge astronomical number, folks. We just passed eight hundred and seventy billion, and there was hardly a discussion about it. No, this is. I just saw something on this one that said seven hundred. How much of that does you? Amended. How much does that does Ukraine get? Well, they just well, sent them another. Them. They just sent them another billion something. Um, don't worry. It's wor- It must be working because from June to July there was zero percent inflation yes, and the year-to-date inflation rate is eight down to 8.5 percent and the expected was 8.7 so it's better than the okay now well I'll, I'll defer to our math major here but joe that's not how math works that's not a zero percent inflation no that's how it, you can make numbers lie uh, yes i'm telling you that how ridiculous it was that they were celebrating that yeah, inflation but, is now only 8.5 yeah, percent but joe's still Joe stood up and said we had zero inflation because it was down to 8.6 or whatever it Did was. Did you know yeah. that gas prices are dropping at the fastest rate ever? That's After they went up they at the fastest rate ever. High. Did you yeah. know that we've created more jobs hey, than ever? There's this things like rate of change over time that like if it's dropping, you know, it went up maybe maybe even not as fast. But, but let's zoom that out 5 time, years. Here's, here's for the a point. longer period of time that it dropped briefly, <laughs> if I can, it doesn't equal out. If I can make it up, but it, we still had it more inflate. We still had increased inflation. It just wasn't inflating as fast because this is a year over year, yeah, not a month to month. Yeah. But what about those jobs numbers? I didn't see the jobs. Numbers. <laughs> They're great. They're great. When you after you've tanked the economy and fired everybody yeah then you make a lot of jobs after does it count but they're not counting number of people that have jobs or number they're counting the number of jobs they're they're not telling you that people are now working three jobs yeah yes that would not include yeah anyway i want to go back jobs than there are people working the jobs mom and i were just in the big city just and the last couple of days and they you just go in places and it's yeah you can see it's just not the same that it we hadn't been to downtown indy since pre-covid and it's just not the same it's not there the business the activity the employee and having employees in stores um you know um it wasn't at the it wasn't too bad it wasn't bad but it wasn't at the level it was before that's sad so i just talked i just asked cole today what if we sold my car and paid off so we don't have a car payment and bought a cheaper car with the difference and got you rid might, of a car payment. All right, you might Dave be hard Ramsey. pressed to find that. You might be hard pressed to find it because right now, I mean, because used cars have become so yeah, used crazy cars aren't expensive. Cheap. Nah, I actually was already looking. 
I can get a lot for my car. But is all of your travel in kind of city limits? Most of it. Yeah, except when we go to NorCal. So you only need one car though for that. So and he actually said, "Well, he he goes, let's just go all the way. I'll just ride my bike everywhere, and you can drive the whole." Okay, <laughs> you know what's a lot cheaper than a car, but actually, huh. I have had recent experience with one. A little motorbike. An electric bike. Oh yeah. yeah. Those things are I was actually say, a, little, a little scooter. They yeah they can no, zoom. Yeah, an electric bike. The one that yeah. the one that we have right now that w- the business I work Is that for. At the shop? Yes. Okay. And we're testing the batteries for them and rebuilding the batteries. We're, we're basically what we're doing is we're balancing batteries that some cheap Chinese company uh, never balanced correctly from factory, and they are like six hundred dollar batteries that are useless. Well, we're making them not useless, and in the but in the process of testing them, we have to run them down. So sometimes we put them on the bike and we go for a little ride. <laughs> Thirty-five miles an hour. It's it's pretty serious. What does that feel like? It's crazy. You would want to wear like a real helmet, a real motorbike, like motorcycle helmet. Yes, I wear a helmet. Well, oh, I'm helmet? saying if you're riding it, yeah, around yeah. there, it gets get hit by a car or something. Yeah. But um, it is some it, dude. Literally, I was walking today, and he swerved. He was coming straight at me, and like swerved a bike, just a regular bike, like right at me, and then away. Like it felt very purposeful, and I was like, oh my. I'm just saying, if you, you live in a mainly kicking. urban area, it is a legitimate mode of transportation. Yeah. Cassidy, though, you don't even have to start it up to go home. Isn't it all downhill from the church? From, yes, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I could coast all the way home. Or, at the very least, because it's pedal assist, you could just turn the assist level way, way down to, like, the lowest level. So right, you're still, and just use it coming up. Yeah, so you're still pedaling, and just turn the assist up higher when you're going up. And it yeah. it's it's pretty legit. I'm not a big like electric car person, but just for the cool factor, no, yeah. I don't don't give me any environmental garbage because it's not. But uh, it's it's just it's just cool. Yeah, there's information coming out now that I've seen people put it all putting all this stuff together for the environmental that an internal combustion engine car, as far as the whole process of manufacturing it and running it and, and disposing of it, is cleaner than an electric car. I'm, I'm pretty sure you have greener. to drive your electric car like 400 some thousand miles before it even pays off. Yeah, I saw somebody crunch the numbers on these windmills and said you can run these things until they absolutely fall apart and disintegrate and it will never produce the amount of energy that was put into manufacturing it. Oh, that's upsetting. It's all a big lie. I, I, this person was also saying, look, this green stuff in the electric cars, it's all a sham going back to the great reset with the world economic forum the whole goal by 2030 is that you will own nothing and like it they don't they're not worried about the fact that if everybody went to an electric car that the grid couldn't handle it because they know that that's never going to happen because they they use it as a weapon but they know it isn't going to happen because their intent is that you'll end up not nobody will be having cars we're telling you, you got to go green you're getting rid of your internal combustion but you're but you're not going to get an electric because we don't and we're not going to worry about building a grid for it because we know that it, it'll never happen you're just you'll just have nothing you'll own nothing and you won't have vehicles and you know a lot of people won't have food, and the world population we'll is, the line, the world population is going to go down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, well, the line. Well, people have to – I know that all of this stuff is really hard to understand, and I know how it sounds so conspiratorial and so kooky, but you have to – until you understand the, 
the left's view of human nature and their worldview, it's not the same as yours. You can't understand what they're trying to accomplish viewing the world and people the way right. that you do. They don't view human nature like you do, and they don't view this world the way that you view this world. Which is why it's important to, every once in a while, leave your little town, go somewhere else, or read things online from other places and go listen to expand your horizons Klaus Schwab speak look up some Klaus yeah. Schwab spe speeches and listen to them I I think he I don't even know if I'd classify him as a bond villain anymore he's like uh he's like a super villain I and he wears those weird Star Trek uniforms <laughs> what is that all about oh triangles. Like, so who would like he a spaceman not like a I played he, loves, Kate, yeah. he, he, he probably loves pyramids. The pow, pyramid, pyramid power. power. Oh, pyramid he wears power. One of those things, a pyramid man <laughs> of metal from? on yeah. his head. <laughs> right. Remember that dude that they, they talked to on Mythbusters that the pyramid power. Oh, guy. that's what it was. Yeah, it was yeah, a Mythbusters. Guy, yeah. I was like, where is I remembering this? That, pyramid that's Klaus power Schwab thing. that they talked that to. Is, um, yeah, that's why he has <laughs> triangles on his suit. They I played Kate uh, these these comic phone calls that this Jimmy Dore does on his shows. And he does a fake phone call with Klaus Schwab. Um, it's it's really hilarious and horrifying at the, the same end, time. It gets scarier the further along it goes because what's I mean Pat Gray's model laughing our way through the apocalypse. That's what we're doing. Or no, that's um Clavin. Well, that's they, what we're doing here. Yeah, they, laughing they, our way through the apocalypse. They, um, they retire to the lair, and when they get into what goes on in the lair, it gets really. Except yeah, whoever's on the phone enough. with him has a, an exceptional accent. Yeah, so and, it's just. But they even it's laugh so at their, They even laugh at themselves once in a while. It's so funny they kind of crack. Yeah, up one time so. the guy who was doing the Klaus Schwab uh, character, he couldn't. He couldn't keep it in. Keep it it straight, was too ridiculous. Yeah. It's good, Jimmy Dore. It's um, and Jimmy Dore's a liberal, but he's a liberal in the sense like a Joe like Rogan, Rogan, or you know Bill Maher that they'll still be honest that hey these people are whack jobs and we need to be scared of them. Um. I heard Steve Deese and along these lines when you say when I'm saying they don't think of human nature and they don't view the world the way we do. He made the statement and he's got a new book out. He said um, it's called the, third, the the rise of the fourth Reich where the Nazis what is that? were the his third like Reich. One thousand two hundred probably twenty seventh. But he said I feel like he's he said but if you read this book, you'll wonder why it what why it wasn't entitled our founding fathers revolted against the british over far less than this i oh, yeah. actually disagree a little bit only to the extent that i mean the the boston massacre happened like seven years before even like the lexington and concord thing even happened and and british soldiers were killing people and they were being militarily occupied and they really were trying to take guns so Okay, I'll, I'll tell you why he says that. It's not dealing with what we've been talking about so far. It's dealing with the COVID response and all of the damage that's being done to young people in violation of any kind of medical ethic. And they know that this is going to harm young. They know it's going to kill people. And they know it's going to harm young people. And they're still demanding it. And now we even see, what is it, is it is Sweden? Or Switzerland, one of those have now stopped, or Denmark. Yeah, Denmark stopped, has. 
they've stopped a lot, even allowing inoculations of the COVID vaccine for anybody under 18 years old. So his his point is the fact that they're doing this to your children. That's what he's saying. I also we heard him over far less. I also heard him on Glenn Beck's show say that he wants Nuremberg trials again. Uh, he has like a framework for how to do Nuremberg trials, and he expects the result of them to be Nuremberg punishments. And when Glenn Beck said that means executions, Steve Dace, stra- Steve Dace as straight yes. as straight can be, said yes. I'm not surprised. I'm now imagining. Glenn, a conversation between Glenn Beck and Steve Dace would be oh, pretty crazy it's, sounding. It's on the regular. Listen to Glenn Beck's yeah. show. Steve Dace is I'm, on there all I the time. I don't really, but yeah. Um, okay, so speaking of harming our children, this feels like an easy transition into the PhD student and transgender activist, Eli Ehrlich, who announced on video on his social media his plan to okay, send this hormone is a woman re- at least they look like a woman when you see them. okay yeah woman yeah yeah i think it's a woman transition demand that's what it appears to be i would agree so she i guess some biological pronouns anyway this person's plan to send hormone replacement drugs to kids who through the mail just to kids who aren't able to get prescriptions because they live in a state that won't maybe prescribe it to kids and so or their parents won't let them or whatever so they just want to say well we've got extras why don't we just start sending our hormone drugs to these people which just announcing illegal drug trafficking on social media yeah, Matt Walsh kind of started a jihad against her. Oh, yeah, justifiably. Rightfully so. so he, it's concerning. And I mean, libs of TikTok. It's illegal. And, yeah, Matt Walsh and libs of TikTok both got on it pretty quick. Matt Walsh said um, he tweeted out a few things, and we'll link some of his statements, but he reached out, so found out where, I mean, all this person's information is online, so it's not like he's giving out information that you can't easily find, right? So he reached out to the chancellor UC of Santa UCSC Cruz. where right. they're getting their PhD and asked if they would investigate the uh, investigate that candidate who admitted to trafficking prescription drugs to minors, said it hasn't he hasn't heard back and then he's like, I'll give it through today and if I don't get a response for the administration, then it will be my responsibility as a concerned citizen to share the published contact information for administration officials and encourage thousands of people to reach out and ask for answers. And all of this stuff. And also, there, um, the university also remained silent when Eli Ehrlich suggested assassinating Supreme Court justices because they also got on board that train on their social media. And so both of those things. And then Libs of TikTok un- uncovered some other information about this person being an alleged rapist, really. Uh, one person tweeted in response to Matt Walsh a picture of a few different other uh, – a few – PhD candidates research and um, that was pretty interesting it said other PhD students uh, are studying a campaign to destigmatize pedophilia or as part of their they masturbate to images of quote very young boys as part of their research for their PhD and they were like maybe PhDs aren't exactly what they're cracked up to be no Jill Biden has one so (laughs) (laughs) is that was that a part of what I saw somebody posting uh, the lady who was trying to argue that we get away, uh, we heard this a while back, but get away from the whole idea of pedophile and, you know, that um, what minor attracted persons maps. No, that person not another, the same. Another, this another is another thing. person because that person got fired. They actually did get fired. Wow. Shocking. Because I remember that story. And I remember thinking, because yeah, I, I mean, it's the same. Oh, two hours ago. 
Update, two hours ago, Matt Walsh tweeted that UCSC has not responded, so now he put an image of the chancellor and the email address to email chancellor at ucsc.edu. I mean, I, here's the point. And, I mean, He's going to have to they, get a they, new email, 100%. They want to they do, they do oh. this all the time. They think it's great to dox, you know, conservatives and make their lives miserable in fact show up and, and riot outside of you know supreme court justices homes but this isn't even i don't even know if this is doxing this is publicly no, it's not. available it's public information, information. Right. it's a public university right. so this eli uh early said she's gonna um sue him and he said great he goes i would love to see you know basically all the, the discovery phase <laughs> yeah of, of wait this. for discovery yeah, that would be awesome yeah let's, let's let's do it bring you know please please do and let's and let's do and, yeah, because I mean, she would end up with well, you would hope, uh, in a after that civil trial, the the information that would come out during discovery would lead to criminal charges being filed right. against you. Why on earth would right. you want that? In one video, I'm on Brett Cooper that Brett Cooper showed. Eli literally says, "Look, I know this is illegal, but right. <laughs> your morals, your you can't let." You can't let the law uh, supersede your morality. I have one exhibit and, she, and one and she, exhibit she, only, Your Honor. Exhibit A. I know this <laughs> so is she illegal. Out, <laughs> yeah, but you can't let you can't let the law supersede your morality and or inform your morality or however he says it. And she goes, she goes You can apply that to anything. Right. You could say it's illegal uh, for me to jaywalk, illegal, but not my morality. Not my morality. Well, she said, I heard her say, it's illegal to jaywalk outside in front of my building. Oh, that was what Eli, yeah, com he compared uh, it to. Yeah. Someone, jay someone just jaywalk outside my apartment. But <laughs> the, what, Matt, what Matt Walsh is doing is, one, um, he's giving them some of their own medicine, but he's illustrating for a lot of everybody else what, what needs to happen. We have to just stop thinking we can't fight back. And, and, and this is where we need Congress people to take this strategy and, and, and run with it, too. When we say, OK, it, well, Ron, this is a Ron DeSantis move. You want to do that? Well, guess what? You just lost your special tax exemption over that. You're not your own city anymore, Walt Disney. I mean, this is, the, you know, you, you're just you're no longer the D.A. anymore, whatever the state's attorney, because you won't you've stated you will not prosecute these categories of crimes. He, this is that's what Matt Walsh is doing. You want to go on uh, Instagram and and promote um, illegal drug distribution? Well, we're going to do something about it. And we're not just going to sit there and go, "Oh, this is terrible. He shouldn't do. She shouldn't do that." We're going to actually do something about it. I listened to to Crowder too, kind of of the same mindset after the the day after the Trump raid, and when he basically says to fight back, um, he said. Anytime you even hear a comment in passing that is on the track with this absurd nonsense the, that we've been going on with, don't let it go. Say something. Now, by the way, if you say something, be prepared because, as we know, people on the left, when they run out of an argument, they'll hurl insults at you or worse. Who knows? Their, yeah, response, or their response to your reasonable words may be to attack you. Um so so um they might send uh, the fudge hurl the fudge from Uranus Indiana at you huh uh that's a that's <laughs> disgusting we they need, might though are they we a gorilla context we need we need to touch They're, we'll touch on that later are they a gorilla <laughs> um, stick around no, for the end of the you, show did you I don't um, know, people might did you see the uh 
the video of a guy that had a big sign outside of Trump Tower when they were deposing him the other day about, you know, convicting him of all of his many crimes and blah, blah, blah. And so the reporter asked him, what, what are the many crimes he's committed? And oh, the guy's yeah. all like, uh, I'm done talking I'm, to you now. I'm done talking. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. He said something like substantiated it, But crimes if you put if you push like, it, yeah. they will Proven get crimes. they'll get angry. I have nothing. They will insult you. And if you go long enough, history has kind of shown that they'll attack you. Either well, that or they, they will in, literally run away from you. If they insult me, I would and start doing all that kind of, I would it would be I would laugh. I would just laugh. And if Yes. And then they'll attack you. And that's what they attack you. Unfortunately, you know where that ends. If they were to attack somebody oh, yeah. that you oh, probably yeah. know yeah. physically. Yeah. If they yeah. Talk, attacked any of us. Yeah, and, and I'm and your goal is not to get them to fight you. No. no. But at the same no. time, uh practice violence because life is filled with pop quizzes. <laughs> I I'll tell you what, man. Like I said, mom and I were just in India, and we go downtown and park and, and stay at the Sheridan because you can walk to all these things. You never, we never took our car out of the garage in four days. You can walk everything. But I, I definitely held mom closer and kept my head on a swivel more because there was more sketchiness down there than there's I've ever, you know, really before we never saw any sketchiness, and and there's a lot more of it now. Um, well, in that area, just the other day, I don't know if it's downtown, but in the Indy area, I got a Snapchat from Corinne of a man just peeing by a bus stop. Oh, good. Now even Midwest cities are turning into San Francisco. There was, yeah, there was a lot more. Um, you could you could tell people there was a lot of people strung out in mental illness, um, well, which we never uh, saw that in that downtown area before. Until they have a, a, an app. That has GPS locating for piles of poop and used needles. <laughs> it's not as bad as San Francisco. Are we transitioning to what Cassidy just brought up? Because speaking of that and, G- and GPS. So on the way home today, uh, going down um, Highway 69 between San, um, Fort Wayne and Indianapolis, there's signs that start popping up. There's a, a store that's been there now, I guess, a couple of years, and it's a fudge store, and it's and they call it Uranus, Uranus Fudge Factory. Wait, so it's not the name of like a town? No, I just thought in, it was no, named it's, for no, it's So in, they it's, totally created right, that name on yes, their own. Yes. Oh my goodness, in, this is worse. It's in Anderson, Indiana, and there's one there's some, one in Missouri as well, apparently, but. Um, the GPS was having a hard time finding it because it was having us turn back on ourselves. And my dad used to have an old expression that you couldn't find your, your AS, you know, with both yeah. hands. Okay. And I said, I told mom, I said, GPS can't find with both, with both hands. Cause it, it was bad. I, we can't even find it with it. We can't even find it with both hands or with, with the GPS. It was, it was really bad, but uh, yeah, they, you walk in the store and they're like, and they've just made it a joke out of it. You walk in the store. Um, oh, well, obviously. Welcome to Uranus. They, they welcome to Uranus. And, yeah, uh, and you it know, says, honor, like, the best I mean, fudge. And, and everybody working there has to say it. So literally, like, a half a dozen people chime oh, out, their welcome quote, to Uranus, when we walk on in the, the store. On the window, it says, welcome to Uranus. The best fudge comes from Uranus. Yeah. And so here's the one that I um, – I had to bite my tongue a lot, but I really had to bite my tongue on this one because when mom walked up to the counter to buy something, the guy says, do you want me to pack your fudge for you? So um, 
we used to have a neighbor in San Diego who had a vanity license plate <laughs> that said Fudge Packer on it. No. Yes. And so we've had kind of that running joke for years. Plus, that was also uh, a, a name used of some people when I was in the Navy. Fudge Packer, Tail Gunner, Rump Ranger. Um, so, yeah. When he was that during that, the, I, that was during the Don't Ask, Don't Tell era? No, I was not. No, when I was in, the, it was before Don't Ask, Don't Tell. That's what I mean. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, Bef- it, was bef- it was before Don't Ask, Don't Tell when I was in. Don't yeah. ask, don't tell. Like came they in, had, came they in didn't with Clinton. Create the lingo. Oh. It was just not allowed. Yeah, it was just not allowed. And you better keep it behind the yeah, door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, um, so it was, and then, and then when you leave, they're like, um, "Thank you for picking your anus." It's oh just, my it's god! Just, I mean, and those—that's only a sample of all of the. It just—it's just endless the whole time you're in there. You can do what you want, but <laughs> I'm actually not somebody. giving those people my money. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'd go there. I don't. It's, I would. I, I mean, my response would be like, "That's disgusting." You're like, "Okay, the joke's funny, but do not ask me what what they, you just yeah, asked me." I don't even want to say it they again. Make are not okay. No, yeah. that's not yeah. acceptable. That's, that's that's borderline harassment. <laughs> there you go. You got a lawsuit. This guy just threatened <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm not really sure what to do with this in the final cut. Hey, by the way, I think we do need to clarify one thing because I was going to say bleep it all, but I I need to think we need to clarify something from last week. The bleep. Oh, it was a location. It was obvious. Yes. No. When you got to the second beep, it became obvious. But the first time yes. around, mom thought you were beeping for fan. Because it sounded well, I can't even remember what it was. But it sounded but like I was. I haven't. Don't look I up. I haven't even seen. And it was. Oh think yeah. Oh, like an yeah. Yeah. Part part blank in my backyard. Seen it part blank, and I was like, that sounds like a swear word. Yeah. But okay, you're right. It's, it was not. It was a. It was a geographical location near us. I got news for you. If People go on Facebook. They can find I out know, where they live. It was mainly a joke. I don't it know why funny. you bleeped yeah, it out. Yeah, it was because it was, it was more funny than yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, and I'm with you. I I'm not really a fan of crudity. No, no I I don't like uh, like I don't like that they, at all. They had a bunch of you know t- stupid T-shirts in there and stuff that was a lot of the same type of stuff. Oh, I and I just like I, yeah, I just I'm yeah. not into that kind of crudity. But it all started today when we were went to tour the home in Indianapolis of President the, um, Benjamin Harrison. And one of the guys who apparently is an administrator there, his name is Bob is, Anus. No, I, that's got to be a short A. I'm sure they pronounce probably it Anus. Anus. I think it's Anus. I'm, they probably pronounce it Anus. But I'm sorry, when I see that, that A-N-N-I-S, my brain is going to say Anus. <laughs> Can you imagine growing name. up? With that no, name. no, that's no why. It's, that's why. That's why I texted that I'm so glad I don't know anybody who has a name like that because yeah. I just would not be able to restrain myself. Well, I thought Pocock was bad. It is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's one fun fact, fun thing for the road is. Uh, in sports talk, Aaron Judge of the Yankees is 
on track to break the single-season sing, single Yankees and the single-season American League home run record. He has 45, which is on pace for 65. Now, this wouldn't – like, when people make jokes, so they're on track to break whatever record in, like, you know, May. May it's not yeah, a big deal. Right. But in August, in August yeah. this is kind of a yeah. big deal. Hey, um, did Otani hurt his is – he, is he hurt? Um, no, so he kind of left a gave me pitch with like a forearm tightness, and the next day he came out. Well, he was like gimping around on his leg. Oh, then I didn't see that. This was like two, three nights ago. Oh, he when had he been pitched there, there a couple nights ago. Yeah, when he pitched, but it happened. Well, it happened in the batter's box and broke. No, oh, it he, happened. He it win. happened when there was a play at home plate. Oh, he got the win and broke the record for or tied Babe Ruth or yeah, him and Babe Ruth are the only people ever with ten home runs and. So many or ten wins and a certain number of home okay. runs in a season. He was not. He was like on deck when some play at the plate happened, and yeah. something happened to his leg, and I didn't was didn't exactly see what it was. But the, but then he but he he batted anyways, and he gimped down. He was gimping around. Oh well, that's not good. I haven't seen an alert or anything that he's not playing or been out or something. Mm. So. So what? T- tonight is the first preseason NFL game. If that means it's anything. also the Field of Dreams game. Yeah. For the year. Except people are going to – this is going to come out after that. So. Oh, yeah. So, never mind. It, oh, they were really good. <laughs> oh, hey, it was a, it was a great bad, game. Too bad you missed them. They were good. Yeah. Good games. <laughs> hey, did we, did we talk about um, – did we talk about Aaron Rodgers last week? Him in Ayahuasca? Yeah. It's becoming a big – thing i mean i heard dakota meyer talk about a lot of guys with ptsd yeah i've heard about it with ptsd because what it does is it like reconnects it will like reconnect your synapses or like neuron pathways over time so like while you're tripping and all hallucinating um i think the longer you use it even the better but you're supposed to use it like here and there not a bunch all at once but over time like with like with spaced out treatments it's just it's supposed yeah. to reconnect neural pathways and make a well, big difference in well. people that have had a traumatic brain not just ptsd because ptsd a lot of times is just a symptom of tbi or like breacher syndrome so many so many concussive things that it actually does yeah. physiological damage to your brain this can reverse physiological brain damage in some studies and I don't know how much of that I right. believe, but that's, and, that's and I the read, claims. I read, did some reading on it after I heard Dakota Meyer talk, and there were doctors that really um, put forth good, you know, affirmation of this. And then there were doctors who said this is nonsense. So you know, it's like everything else. But, but again, he, are, he said the he was taken through a whole process. It's nonsense? Are the doctors that are going to tell you it's nonsense though? Are they telling you right. it's nonsense because uh, it's not some? high-end pharmaceutical that they're going to make a ton right. of money off right. of right I mean, they would so rather i don't take... know yeah anymore right. anymore i don't know what right. to trust between western right. and like your eastern holistic medicines i don't trust right. anything i'm much more likely to trust somebody who's telling me some weird holistic healing that isn't going to make them a ton of money rather than right. somebody who's telling me some medical advice from a perspective of I'm about to make a bunch of money off of this. Which one right. are you supposed it, to well, trust? Well, it kind of goes back to like things that occur naturally if you use them right. Yeah. Dakota Dakota Meyer God made it. He talked about somebody who took he was taken to Mexico by somebody who had been through this and it was like a 3-day process 
the ayahuasca was just one part of it. And then there were some other steps after that and maybe another, some kind of other medication that was given a day or two afterwards that took him through this whole process. But, you know, you take somebody like that who, I mean, for those of you who don't know, he is a Medal of Honor winner, um, former Marine, um, went through... He tells the story on Jocko Willig's podcast. I just, I've actually listened to it twice because it is so, I cannot believe he's alive. It's just, I can't believe he's alive. Um, and to hear him and say, you know, this has made a huge difference in my life. This was a guy that attempted suicide. Had his dad not been worried about it and taken the round out of the chamber of his Glock, he'd be dead. Um, so, you know, I can, only, I can listen to him and say what it's done for him. Um, and I'm not, promo- I'm not promoting it, but you know, it, it was interesting when I heard, uh, Aaron Rodgers bring it up. I thought, oh, that's interesting. Why he, he said, you know, what it did for him, it was for a different purpose than the way like a Dakota Meyer or somebody like that would have used it. Okay. Right. I actually don't agree with that in the same way that you have brain damage from getting blown up. You probably have some brain damage CTE. from getting hit over the years. It, who knows if it's, if it's a physiological brain enhancer i mean you know healing the damage that's been there it would absolutely do the same thing for uh for football football players yes it would right no but the way he said it the way he said it was it's made me a better teammate a better whatever a better lover that's what he that's what he said but yeah but when i heard him because i've heard the clip a thousand times on dan patrick show because they're cracking up about it yeah Hmm. he went on okay so aaron Rodgers went he apparently is dating some super hippie spiritual guru lady now, and he got some weird tattoo, and he went over to another country and went on some ayahuasca trip, which is like Usually a hallucinogenic Mexico. drug, and um, said it totally changed his life and all of this stuff. It's made him love himself more, which allows him to be, be a, a better, better teammate. teammate and leader and all this stuff, and a better lover, apparently, also according to him. I also heard he showed up to training camp with a new vanity plate. That says what? Fudge Packer. 